0: Hello, CNTs. Welcome back to WRCT 88.3 FM. We're not worried if this episode is recording because at least the NSA is. I'm your host, Ariel. What's up, y'all?
1: I'm Daryl, and this is CNT, a femillennial news broadcast hoping your CNT gets all the lovin' it needs on this Valentine's Day, if you know what I mean.
0: First thing on our elite liberal media agenda is to pay tribute to the legendary jazz pop and R&B vocalist, Al Jarreau, who we lost two days ago at the late, great age of 76.
1: Later we'll be joined by emerging pop vocalist and my personal favorite coconut tequila mixer, Jordan Bolden. He'll be premiering a song on our show from his much-anticipated album, Saga, a story of love and
0: awakening. And what better way to show some love to your favorite millennials than checking out our latest episodes on iTunes and clicking subscribe. We promise to return the favor. You're our Valentine's after all. So stay tuned to CNT. Politically aware, but not always correct. Before we get into the story of the day, we have a special message from our very own Lady J. Hello lovelies.
2: Lady J here, wishing all of you lovers a wonderful Valentine's Day. And just to get you into that loving mood, I'm going to tell you a story of love, more specifically, black love. A few weeks ago, my cousin Shane Rush and his fiancee Lauren Jefferson made the top couple of nine real life proposal stories that will make you believe in black love on BET.com. Lauren says, we were on a group trip to Mexico for my 30th birthday and on our last night, we went to a magic show at the resort. Shane left to go to the bar, and while he was gone, the magician called me to the stage to help with the act. It was cheesy, but cute. At the end of our segment, the magician said he had one more trick for me and instructed me to turn around. When I did, the curtain behind me opened and Shane walked out and asked me to be his wife. Now ain't that just lovely? Some of you may ask, why is black love so important? Well, after centuries of colonialism and white supremacy, many people of color have been taught to hate themselves. Some have been taught that if she ain't foreign, she boring. Not recognizing that they have been raised by black mothers, daughters, fathers, brothers, and mentors who have expressed a deep love for them as a reflection of self-love. So what is black love? An extension of self-love. Again, have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Lady J, signing out.
0: Thanks, Lady J. In the spirit of black love, let's hear from our own chocolate kiss, Daryl Paris Bright, sharing her spoken word piece, One.
1: With you, all things are extreme and there ain't no in between. You encourage me to dream. My stressful storms become serene. I crave the force that you bring. You are my ebony king. You help me win wars unseen. What an honor to be your queen. Even caressing my feet, my biggest flaws feel like treasures. Your palm on my cheek takes my soul to deaths beyond measure. How does your love feel like a synesthetic pleasure? You give my feelings a taste, give my emotions a texture. Even when you touch my thigh, when I drive, my heart takes a dive into my sensual side. I feel alive. Feelings inside, reborn, I coulda sworn had died. You intensify power, I thought before I had to hide. Feelings inside, lavender skies, floating on cloud nine with majestic hues of comforting blues. God's glory is true, I feel him in you, on top of you. Magic arises, you further brighten my light. I fly without fright. To imaginary heights Fairy tales may not be real, but baby This one feels right, some things in life I've let go, but babe, I'm holding you Tight with all my might Puzzle pieces that fit, I can't admit That I submit repercussions of my heart with you, I seem to forget I just don't get how you're so independent And still commit Your faith gives doubt a resolution Just a piece of your mind can spark A soul revolution, you gave the Issues of my aching heart A solution, whether sober I High, you're my hallucinogen. Feels like a sin. Constantly craving for your skin to take you in absorbing you again and again it's your smirk that poker face a mona lisa grin lips tilted to the side yet you have nothing to hide trust that comes easy lips that appease me but you must have had practice to know how to please me this easy almond eyes that know just how to tease me your soothing embrace like chamomile tea relieves me you ease me from the doubts of wavering seasons you take me for all i am i gave you no reason we may be young and we may be dumb but this is more than love baby
3: you and i
0: are one thanks daryl and now a message from our sponsors
3: from the copyright infringers who didn't bring you ok cupid we present a new dating app for the russo americans of the modern age OK, Putin. Don't let the name fool you. OK, Putin isn't just for Russians. We already have 30 million users in 15 countries, including Armenia, Azerbaijan, Belarus, Estonia, Georgia, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Latvia, Lithuania, Moldova, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, Ukraine, and Uzbekistan. And this January, thanks to a shift in leadership, we've expanded our services exponentially. Das Vedania Americana. Like OK Cupid, OK Putin matches you with other singles in your area based on a highly refined system of multiple-choice personality questions. We ask you questions like, are you a morning or a night bear rider? Do you support the undisciplined press? Do you prefer your vodka neat with tonic or with svedka? Based on your answers, O.K. Putin's advanced algorithms will match you with highly compatible amours as well as highly compatible enemies. Gays don't exist on O.K. Putin, but try your luck in the hetero singles game and you just might be matched with the poot himself. Who needs a Russian bride when you can have a Russian authoritarian capable of drinking water while elbow deep up the American president's butt? Dance, Donald. Dance. Still not sure that OK Putin is right for you? Ask yourself if you are filled with a mighty hunger. At the thought of shirtless Vlad galloping in the snowbanks on his mighty stallion, imagine his bare chest glistening in the wane midwinter sunbeams, heaving with athletic exertion as he gazes into your eyes and whispers, "Da." Plus, OK Putin is completely free, because we love you, and today on all days we want Putin to find you up. Uh, you to find Putin. I mean, you to find love. We want you to find love. Okay, Putin, the best free dating site for the dawn of global neo-fascism. Take two minutes to sign up today or our hackers will sign up for you. Welcome back, CNTs. Our main story today concerns that country we
0: are all in a toxic relationship with. That's right. It's the real-life version of the Death Star. Russia. Russia. For once, Russia has been in the news this week for something besides being Trump's number one booty call. Domestic violence. Just a short six days ago, Putin signed a law reducing the punishment for spousal or child abuse from criminal to civil. Essentially decriminalizing domestic violence. So basically, there are stricter laws for smoking weed in Russia than there are for physically assaulting a family member. What's worse is that one in three women in Russia experienced domestic abuse at some point in their lives. By the way, the statistic holds true for both Russia and American women, so don't think for a second that this is not your problem. The law was sadly instigated by a woman, ultra-conservative
1: MP Yelena Mizulina, who argued it made no sense to break up families for the sake of a slab. Meanwhile, according to the Russian government's official newspaper, between 12,000 and 14,000 women die annually from domestic violence. That's almost four times as many women as the United States. And this
0: bill is not going to help. I just can't believe Putin had the audacity to come out and nickname this law the slapping law. Boy, if I don't get carted off to Siberia, I'd slap him for coming up with that stupid name. I'd slap him in general. The law functions as follows. A $500 fine for slapping your wife, excuse me, I mean partner, an arrest up to 15 days, or 120 hours of community service. Thanks, CNN, for those fun fake facts. Apparently these
1: minor assaults, his words, not mine, have been taking up valuable court time while reports of domestic abuse have nearly quadrupled since the law went into effect about a week ago. Don't worry though, if you get a concussion or break a bone from your husband or father beating you, then you get to press criminal charges because anything that doesn't leave permanent physical
0: damage isn't real abuse. In Russia, they have a saying, if he beats you, it means he loves you. And a popular tabloid carried an article after the law was passed saying that women should be, and I quote, "...proud of their bruises from violent husbands because some insane evolutionary psychologists claim that they are more likely to give birth to sons." The Duma, the lower house of parliament, passed the bill in January
1: by 385 votes to two. And a survey carried out by Russia's state-sponsored poll found 50% of Russians were in favor while just 17% were opposed.
0: Insane but not surprising, since domestic violence is the number one killer of women worldwide. Not heart disease, not terrorist attacks, not Beyonce's performance at the Grammys. The number one killer of women are the people inside their own homes. But hey, it means that parents get to discipline their children without repercussion. My mom whipped me and I turned out okay. Uh, you didn't turn out okay if you think that spanking your kids in this day and age is a suitable form of punishment. Over 70% of men who have abused women were abused as children. What can you do? First off, domestic abuse should not be
1: normalized. Love and support your fellow women by saying something if they seem off to you. Does your friend have a few new bruises, can't speak or hang out, or is unable to control her own finances? Speak up, but do so in a way that protects the safety of the victim.
0: And while leaving the abuser seems like the most logical choice, there this is where 75% of domestically abused women are hurt the most, trying to leave. So the most important thing is to stay with her and to never judge her. Domestic violence is not a woman's fault, despite her insistence that it might be. The statistics are staggering, whether you look at Russia or the United States— but one thing stands in the clear. This Valentine's Day, we must protect and love the very women who make this nation great. Thankfully, there are some great sources out there if you think that you might
1: be in a potentially dangerous situation. Apps like I Matter help partners
0: understand the warning signs of abuse. There's a whole slew of them out there, but for the safety of the women listening, we won't name them. We understand that sometimes people go through your phone.
1: But what we can tell you is that these apps have some of the best underground marketing teams. They bury information in makeup apps.
0: There's even one that will call you if you feel unsafe, but if a male answers the phone, it will play a generic message instead of giving you away.
1: Are apps going to stop domestic violence? Probably not. But they do provide much-needed support to victims and survivors of arguably
0: the biggest killer of women on Earth. So if you've got a couple extra dollars floating around, support these apps because it also reaches out to the communities at large, which is ultimately just as impactful. You can also help locally by donating to the women's shelter closest to you. Now let's turn to our favorite CNTs, Yaya and Nene, for some much-needed advice on this Valentine's Day. Take it away, ladies.
2: I love your dress, Nay. Where'd you get it from? Nay. Nay.
1: Nay! Bye! I'm wearing Ivanka Trump. There's a sale on Amazon since her clothes are worthless now. And yes, I still use Amazon because I already paid for Prime and I refuse to waste money. Aw, come here, let me give you a hug. If you touch me, I'll have no problem boycotting you.
0: You're on with Yaya and Nay. What plagues you? Okay, so my boyfriend wants us to have sex for the first time today on Valentine's Day, which could be romantic or ruin the fake holiday for us forever. Because fun fact, he's a virgin and I'm not. The problem is there'll be a lot of Valentine's Day parties with a lot of drinking. And you can't be intoxicated and truly give consent, right? And as a feminist, I believe I am just as at risk for raping as being raped, so I'm torn. Because on one hand, my boyfriend feels like he'll be too nervous to get it up. sober, but on the other hand, I want to take the conversation around consent seriously. Should I take his flaccid virginity and good conscience, or nah?
1: Um, I have never had sober
2: sex, so this is not in my wheelhouse. The most intimate I've ever been was with my pillow in high school, before my mom caught me and scarred me for life. Your guess is as good as mine. Why don't you
1: just slip your boyfriend a viagra on his back? I'm sure sheep, unlike birth
2: control will be, Trump works in your favor here, savor it. That sounds like date rape, so don't do that. Set up a session with the counseling center where he can discuss his anxiety about sex and then you guys can take it slow and see where the night takes you.
1: Boring, buy sexy lingerie so that consent or getting it up isn't even
2: a question. Yeah, that's not how consent works, but the better idea is to
0: yeah, hi. You won't even want to have sex. You'll just stay up and talk about the origin of love. Uh oh, I can smell my boyfriend coming down the hallway now. Whenever he's nervous, he douses himself in what smells like cinnamon and desperation. I can already tell this will be a long night. I need an answer. Your impatience both infuriates and excites me.
2: Nay, keep your negativity in your pants. Let's deliberate. Okay, well, like, yeah, I mean, uh, he's coming uh, with pretty soon, right? Yeah, like, I don't no, know. I mean, like, no. She'd, i, know, I know day,
1: but to okay, okay okay don't have sex on valentine's day
0: it's too much pressure drink and do oral or do shrooms your choice thanks yaya and nene joining us now is jordan bolden emerging pop artist hard at work on his second album saga thanks for coming on the show jordan
4: hello hello beautiful people so
0: why don't you start by telling us why this album is called saga uh
4: so the definition of saga is a long and complicated series of events and um, when you think of any film saga, you have to sit in each episode in order to understand the full story. So I wanted folks to sit in a few questions that I ask myself every day and hopefully develop more within themselves by listening to it. Plus, fun fact, Saga in the Gay Community represents Straight and Gay Alliance, which I hope this mm. album promotes.
0: Why did you feel like you needed to make this album?
4: Uh, so there were a lot of dark moments in my life that I started to feel dirty for, Mm. shame for. Others shamed me, and I realized that I wasn't living my life authentically. I lost my speech, I lost a lot of things. And so I felt like I had to come out with it. And my own struggles and insecurities about being biracial, being gay, they could possibly save a life in our current political climate.
0: So why do people need to hear this now?
4: I think we're living in a world where fluidity is confusing, renaissance is gone, and I think people are choosing labels just to have them. And I think this album will remind us, especially young LGBTQ plus community people. That their secrets don't have to be taboo.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: We're also joined now by John Clay III, playing whole house in Carnegie Mellon School of Drama's upcoming production of Ragtime, opening February 23rd and playing through March 4th. So thanks for joining us, John.
2: Oh, no problem, y'all.
0: And playing the love interest is our very
1: own Erica Jackson in the show. Hey. And John <laughs> is my love interest in real life, so we decided to invite him to the conversation we'll be having today in the spirit of Valentine's Day. Everyone, including Jordan, <laughs> what do you think are the signs of healthy love?
4: I think healthy love is when you can be alone, when you can say, uh, we're not hanging out tonight, I'm going mm-hmm. home, I'm on Netflix and chilling by myself with my own glass of wine. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's healthy love, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I kind of think the healthy love is just showing the person that you love, that you love them daily with the little things. Like, you know, waking up and telling them that they're beautiful. Just keep reminding them they look beautiful and just tell them that their heart is beautiful and that their soul is beautiful. Reminding them of the consistency that you are there and you will be there
0: you were telling me the other day that you feel some type of way about valentine's day though Yeah. So showing I daily do. love is a little different than exactly. showing valentine's day love why don't you talk um a i don't about know
4: that? i've always been taught to to show love daily and to make people feel appreciated within every moment i can mm-hmm. and when it's all like put into a day it sort of like makes me want to i don't know isolate myself from the whole holiday in, in itself i guess it is supposed to be like a Uh, highlighted day to like show like you need to love people on this just a reminder to say like hey i love you like that's and i think
0: that what we all have in common here is that we believe that healthy love is when you feel loved and appreciated and beautiful Mm -hmm. inside and out Mm -hmm. every day and if you don't feel that way then you deserve better now let's hear the much awaited sneak peek from saga available on itunes in may now this song is called glue
1: Stand clear of
4: the closing doors, please. Big man. Strong eye. strong eye nappy hair nappy hair long shrines, long shrine. black features black features no, no. pro no. pro asking me sir asking me sir. oh yep I do oh, yep multi racial, we the glow don't look down don't look down down. Or use a boys white, white skin white skin That's what they call That's what they call white man. White man. That's, who you are. That's who you are white skin White skin. White skin. White skin. I have white skin. White skin. I have white skin. White skin. What is white skin? skin. Can you white skin? skin. Do you white skin? I don't want the white skin. Take away the white skin. The white skin. I don't want the white skin. The white skin. You got the white skin. White skin. White skin. White skin. White skin. White skin. What the is a black boy supposed to do with white skin?
0: That's it for today, CNTs. We'd like to take a moment to shout out the fire writers and contributors who made today's show happen. Jordan Bolden, Daryl Bright, John Clay III, Alicia Etnoff, Ariel Hoffmeyer, Erica Jackson, Imani Neville, Katie Pine, Javi Spivey, Ariel Zucker, and Mama Z. Find us on iTunes under CNT. And that was Glue from Jordan's much-anticipated album, Saga, available in May. You can follow Jordan Bolden on Facebook or on Instagram at jabsinger for more. Catch us Tuesday after next at 5 on WRCT 88.3 FM. I'm your host, Ariel, And I'm Daryl, reminding you to
1: wake, wake up
0: and, and stay, stay woke. woke. Later.
1: Later.